What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 161. My favorite train stop up in the Bronx. Once again, I'm joined by the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe. When I want to talk anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good. I hope your guys are well, too. And when I want to talk local TV news or national TV news, any TV news at all, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director who happens to be my favorite brother. He's in the house, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man we've dubbed Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. He happens to be my cousin, Mr. Derek Powell's in the house. What's going on, DP? Always good to be in the cypher with the cats, but I am not good today. I'm not good. Well, you sound like you're not good. It sounds like you're in a barrel. You okay? You want us to let you out? Because we can man. barely hear you. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Let me, And I guess because uh, my day started up messed up today, man. I know we had a different uh, program to go, but I'm pretty sure you guys are affected by this too, man. I went to the motherfucking gas station today, right? And... <laughs> This is real talk. You guys are sh- you know, chuckle- chuckling back there, but this is real, man. And I'm not the guy who's going to go to pump number three and say, give me $7 and count my change in 13 cents. I- I'm the guy going there and say, fill it up, goddammit, fill it up. I drive a four-cylinder car. I looked up. I saw $60. Ooh. I'm like, Exactly. So I don't pay attention. I don't know if you guys notice gas prices are on the rising. Okay, so you drive every day from this from the island to Mm -hmm. the city. So what you know what I do? Joe B. I've been vouching for Joe B for three years. He's in there. I get on the horn. Joe, what what up? What's up with the gas prices? He don't want to talk to me about the gas prices. He (laughs) want to talk to me about KK. AKA Carmella. He want to talk to me about her. I was supposed to be in DC and I'm like, it ain't about that. We talking about gas. He want to put her on the phone because I missed an appointment. And I'm like, <laughs> but whatever. I couldn't get there because of the gas, but nobody wants to talk about the gas. I'm like, I can't get on the train because of COVID gas prices too high. What are you going to do about the gas? Nobody has an answer about why it is now $3.45 on the low end per gallon for 87. What are we going to do about this, my brothers? Because I did try to use my hook. They want to throw, you know, Keisha. And I'm like, that Keisha thing is over. I'm not doing that no more. I'm done with that. <laughs> but nobody wants to talk about the gas. They want to continue to go. Keisha Lance Bottoms, right? We did, I said Keisha. We don't need to throw her out there because her, her home situation is steady now. I want her to stay steady where she at. She's not running again. I want her to stay steady. But anyhow, what are we going to do about these gas prices? Have Have y'all noticed? Or maybe oh, they I set me noticed. up in Westchester. No, 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 no. I definitely, well, because you, you said I drive. You drive, right. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I fill up twice a week. Um, How much is it costing you? You got a four-cylinder? Um, it's, for my car, um, I think a full, a fill is... In the thirties or so, but but um, how can you fill up for thirty dollars? No, no, that's in the in the thirty. I mean, quite frankly, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Um, 
Well, you, I mean, you have a four-cylinder car, yeah, yeah. but you also have a small, stick, you, 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 yeah. your, your commuter car is a, is a stick shift uh, compact. So yeah. the, the gas tank is only about 13 gallons. Yeah, it's, 11, it's 11 gallons deep. Right. Okay. And I got to fill okay. up. So, it's so, not, so what you guys are telling me that I can't drive my big truck up to New York. No, no you can't drive that. No, you can if you want to, no. but you'd be foolish. Keith, they, I don't know if y'all know this, because I, I was... How y'all gonna do me? Like, and the guy, he don't speak English who took my money. And I'm looking and he shrugged his shoulders. I'm like, I couldn't get the money back because the gas is already in the car. And it's, it's a bad situation. So now what? it's like, and you, I don't know if y'all notice what Anthony should see. You see a lot of people riding scooters now, those little scooters in the city now. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day I'm, du- I'm ducking and dodging these yeah. fools who don't well, guess respect who, the Guess who else you're going to be ducking and dodging? Guess who else you're going to be ducking and dodging? Because <laughs> they can't get my money like this without a gun and a mask. I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. No, Somebody it's, gotta it's been about this gas, man. I don't know. They do it every time. There's always a, a big bump up, especially around the holiday time. But now they're blaming it on the... Uh, uh, the supply uh, chain, yes, yeah, OPEC, OPEC is, 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 stick, is trying to stick it to us. And what'll what'll wind up happening at some point when it starts hitting, which you're starting to do now, when it starts hitting like more mainstream and media wise, suddenly you'll have the White House make a declaration that we're going to dip into our reserve and the prices will drop down a bit. Well, I well, don't know Joe why B they haven't was, done it yet. But well, Joe B, Joe B was you know to answer your question, Joe B was on a, a town hall on CNN. This past week with Anderson Cooper, that very same question came up about the gas, uh, Derek. Mm-hmm. And he said that they're right then right now they're not prepared to dip into the strategic reserve because yeah, he's saying it really that. would not affect the actual retail prices right now. The problem they're having is that um the Middle East and the US are not getting along all that well and you know there's a little spat going on and you know, little, you know how it is when you fight with your old lady. Um you know, things don't uh, don't work out the way you want it to work out. Your meals are not hot. There are no meals. You got to cook it yourself. So that's really where <laughs> we are right now. The United States is making its own meals right now. And right now we can't really, you know, yeah, cook that, up no that, gas. That little so, pull out of Af- Afghanistan is having a little kickback here, I think. Like you just said, I mean, I think some of the regions are like, well, I think it's double-edged. You have some in that region are saying, fine, you finally got out. I'm still mad at you. You know, others like, I can't believe you left this like this with this other Taliban slash terrorist organizations about to slip back in so that everybody's mad with us and we're like, damn, we got to go from both sides. The people who say we should have never been in, the people who say you left us high and dry. And right. I don't yeah, know because why. The, the, re- the region is unstable and now you have in Sudan, you know, apparently there's a military coup. So everything is kind of wilding out around the world. And, and you know, we're still in the midst of, of, of this COVID <laughs> foolishness. Um, so, so all of these things are like, you know, it's just it's a perfect storm right now. You know, talk about supply chain and, you know, as we start to, you know, head down the the, the road. Of, we're at Halloween right now. And, you know, just it a few more Halloween weeks. Down here. Ain't nobody getting no candy, no nothing. Because the price is too damn high. Hell with that. Oh, man, why bag of candy? Ain't nobody can't afford it. I can't put no gas in my car. One less, one less. What is it? A case or a round? One less round or a case? Whatever you do for gun, I don't know gun stuff. One less bag. I can't even get that bullets, for lack of a better word. I can't even get bullets for the kids. Ain't nobody getting none here. I will let me be a outside. I need help. (laughs) Before we go there, just you know, just uh, remind me of your favorite Halloween costumes as a kid. Go ahead, Derek. It probably was, um, and the kids may not know it, uh, Kato of the uh, the Green Hornet. Kato. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. 
the kids may not remember him. Now, I'm pretty sure they don't. But Cato used to be down with the Green Hornet in him. I had a little Cato joint. I was a little shorty. Yep, Cato from Green Hornet. Bruce Lee played Cato in in the in the sixties uh, TV series. In fact, man. they call in in China they didn't call it the Green Hornet. They call it Cato. Cato show. Yep. Yep, the Kato show. They, they, they didn't even respect it. They were like, yo, this, this dude here is doing all the work. Let's call it the Kato show. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you know, I was Kato. That, that was my guy, Bruce Lee. Yep. Uh, Mark? It was probably, you know, there's a, uh, but nobody remembers these. The, the Batman, the plastic, not Batman. Yeah, the plastic Batman with the, uh, that sweat face mask with the cheap rubber band. It was probably that, you know, the one that you yep. pull and snap in two seconds. I could never see out that. Those eyes are always too small. <laughs> um, and the plastic, you know, rip. But that was probably my, my you know, the Batman Superman was probably my my standard favorite. That was a little yeah, one. Yeah, you know, yeah. You had to wear that bad. We had to wear clothes underneath that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just <laughs> yeah, a cold. really thin piece of material. And like I said, the mask, with, you know, that, 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 you know, you couldn't breathe. It had like no. two holes that never matched oh. up with your nose and two holes that never matched up with your eyes. So you really couldn't see nothing and you were sweating underneath it. Uh, but I, I like, like R. Kelly at a high school game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Keith, your favorite? Uh, Mine was the Green Hornet. Dirk was Kato, and I was Green Hornet. Oh, for oh, so y'all, y'all, okay, cool, very cool. Uh, well, I went. Yeah, Mark would go as back. I went to Superman. I think one time I like that costume. And then uh, one year we went as the Harlem Globetrotters. Serious? Really? Really? Yeah. We, you actually, we both had the same. Yeah, Metal Lock Lemon costumes. I don't know that. Yeah, I know. Different. That was the that was the time they stole our candy. Remember that? Now you remember? <laughs> 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 they did house y'all. Did they snatch your bag or they had a conversation with you first? No, they just they just they just straight I up house. My only my only trauma of getting hey, robbed Dirk, was uh, McDonald's. They, the bag was tricks they, with the bag, Dirk. They put it between their legs. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. So yeah, wait, wait, wait. So you wait, did they take it inside the building on your way back to the building? The people want to know. The people want to know. How did they I'm get? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't remember. It at was all. Uh, we were on our way outside because think about it now. You know, I mean, uh, my brother. Are you in Linden? Six- you in Linden Plaza? Right? No, no, no. This is this. This is Crown Street. We oh, right. Right. Okay. Okay. Get out of here. You in Crown? Okay. We little. So I guess I'm little. You know, okay. this, yeah, this is six year age difference. My brother. Quick. So sorry. Stop him. We're real little, and we're out there trick or treating by ourselves. No mom, <laughs> no dad. Yeah, Where's some parents. I mean, <laughs> so if, if I could, I couldn't have been much more. I mean, could have been much more than nine. You could have <laughs> been much more than three. Yeah. But it was so, safe uh, in the streets back then. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's, that's, that's another thing. That's another. That's another. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, but I mean, that is true. It, you know, we could not imagine sending our nine oh, and no. three year old oh, out no, the street no, by themselves. No, no, no. You know, it's like the Dave Chappelle joke about the baby. That's what Mark was. That's what I was. Son of weed, nigga. You know, I mean, that's 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 really what it was back then. But no, yeah, that 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 yeah, that's exact. That happened. Oh, that definitely happened. Kids. Yeah. Uh, favorite favorite Halloween candy to get, Keith? Get uh, either Jolly Ranchers or now ladies. Okay, Mark. Yeah, when I was a kid, definitely uh, now ladies and Jolly Ranchers. Um, yeah, that's been my favorite. Yeah, Derek. Uh, the the pineapple or uh, now ladies, and every once in a while, I would get lucky, and they would have the small uh, Mike and Ikes, those little uh, boxes of the Mike and Ikes. I loved little Mike. Yeah, see, that's what that's what I was leading. It was either the Mike and Ikes or the yeah. uh, the Mason Dots. Wait, wow, I forgot the, about the, the candy dots, on the paper. Yeah. 
No, no, not the, you know, like the little, like, oh, like oh, the dots. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay, the I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the lemon drops, like box. those gumdrops type things. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yep. Oh, yeah, those are good. Yo, those are really good. Those bad for your teeth, but they're really good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. you have crackhead teeth, but, you know, they, they were, they were, they were enjoyable. Filling they were delicious. pullers. I forgot about the not uh, the he said pineapple. I forgot about that flavor. Damn, I was thinking like grape, was grape and cherry is my two. Nah, pineapple they was got my rid thing. Of some of the flavors. You know, it's like if you buy like Jolly Ranchers now, you can't get some of the old flavor. You can't get pineapple. You can't no, get no. orange. I don't think they have orange anymore. Yeah, pineapple. Orange you get good though. Pineapple. They got the cherry. Lemon, the you can't strawberry. get lemon. You get apple right. and you get the blue. They got this blue th- joint that kind of I, li- I like now. Oh, that's the really blue good. Jolly that's good. The blue raspberry. That's real yeah. good. But I mean, yeah, the blue raspberry. Oh, that's delicious. Oh man, I still apple is still my favorite though. Apple is still my favorite. All right, fair enough. All right, so uh, yeah, it's it's you know that's where we are. We're in holiday time. Gas is through the roof. Dude, the kids can't trick or treat by themselves. Can't go. Um, by. Can't go by themselves. And, uh, you know, apparently there's people out there in them streets. Uh, you mentioned the gas. I want to mention something before we, we before I go to this next topic. Uh, yes, gas is definitely high. But let me tell you something about these damn subways, Keith. Uh, <laughs> I, ride, I, ro- I rode the subway today. Apparently, has COVID disappeared? Because I was in a train. I, I remember, like, you know, they was all concerned about spraying the trains down and wiping them down overnight <laughs> and making sure they're sanitized and everything else. And, you know, and, and people were kind of like, you know, reluctant to go down there. I was in the train today. I kid you not. Every I was pressed against the door. Everybody, I, there was no social distancing. I was nose to nose with the person in front of me. That's how tight we was. Everybody was all in there, hands in my, I had my hands in my pockets. I, you know, I, I couldn't feel no, everybody was jam packed in that, in that car. I'm like, what happened to COVID? Didn't, isn't COVID still here? Selective well, rules. Let, let, let me right tell now, you a little like, something. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. And I'll okay, I'll, I'll tell right. you right now what happened. And, and this is where you want to clown my man. Protection is gone. Cuomo is gone. Rules. It's, it's, it's just this reckless abandonment out there. When Cuomo was in office doing his thing, you had his loving protection. Now that he's gone, <laughs> that's what got him out of office. His love and protection. You know, now love that he's gone, you don't have his protection. Things have gone haywire. So it's going to get a little worse on those subways. Wear double max, supervisor, double up. And, and real quick for Keith speaks, which on a real, uh, real question, like my brother said, I don't understand how in a train you could be packed in like that, and that's fine. Oh, that's not fine. But the garden, because the garden is packed now too, right? It's full capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you you're just it's compressed. I don't understand how. If you if you can go to the garden, which is fine, the train should be fine too, right? Or you know, how's it stop? What's the line of demarcation for when COVID doesn't spread? Doesn't spread at a basketball game, but it spreads on the train. Well, here's the thing that gets me, that drives me nuts, is that you walk into the subway station. There's signs everywhere that tell you you have to wear a mask, whether you've been fully vaccinated or not. You have to wear a mask while you're riding. You have to wear a mask on the platform. Have to wear a mask. Have to wear a mask. Okay. I got my mask on. Why am I jam-packed with all these other damn people here? Because clearly, all the rest of these COVID uh, prevention, preventive uh, measures are out the window. Y'all don't care about the social distancing. You don't care that I'm wearing a mask, but I'm less than 18 inches from the person next to me. That's stupid. Well, what has happened, Anthony, um, back in September when schools opened back up, they stopped. Uh, they were stopping the trains at midnight to clean them. Yeah, right. That, that, that went out the window. 
So the advice I would give you, do not get on a crowded train. There is definitely <laughs> one behind that train, brother. There is one behind there that is empty and ain't got all those people on. Oh no, that's that. That's what I. That's what I I, I. I. did the other day. I was on. I was getting. You know, going somewhere, and I had to get on a train. And people again. I mean, it was like. A, it was like the last train. It was. It was, looked like the. Looked like the airport in Afghanistan. That's what it looked like. <laughs> when people were falling off, the floor, <laughs> hanging on the side of the train and climbing all in there, and you know, hanging on to. The, I'm like, yo, this is insane. So I said, you know what? I'm not getting on there. I'll wait for the next train. Next train came. It was empty. Yes, yes. And they're, they're short of workers. They are sending out notices to retirees oh, to wow. asking them to come and work for 90 wow. days. And, tra- and transit, Keith? Really? And transit for the bus and the trains. Wow. wow. Conductors what? and motormen and bus drivers, they're asking to come back to work for 90 days. Wow. Damn. Okay. Well, that explains his plan because pl- he said earlier today in regards to FDNY and I think the NYPD that there is a plan for because FDNY said they anticipate, if I remember the bite, thirty to forty percent of the precincts closing because of these mandates. Damn. And, and De Blasio was saying that, well, we have a we have a plan for this, and I guess part of that plan is besides doing overtime was one of the things he said. Is I guess they're going to see if retirees want to come out and, and go back to climbing the ladders and, and walking the beats, which. It's yeah, probably going to be fucking mine. <laughs> if, if that was his plan, which you know he's made a disaster, what maybe <laughs> maybe five percent at the top end would say, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll come out and, and go back to doing this. And that's such a if that's a plan, that's a poor plan. Oh, very very poor. Because I know well, I'm not coming back. You might cancel that out. Ooh, no. Mm-hmm. But there, but there are people who would take. I mean, if the if if if, if the salary is right, if the money is right, right. You don't yeah, think they people make would it take it? Anthony, yeah, ain't right. about the money. People crazy right now. You see what they doing out there, the bus drivers and conductors, yeah. they spitting on them and hitting on them, and you retire and you ain't got to deal with that nonsense? Uh, I wouldn't want to come back. I don't think they would. I don't think. It would. I don't even think it would be I 5%. I really yeah, don't. I, I, I've said 5% would be an incredibly high number. I, I can't imagine that you're out the game and you say, you know what, I, don't go, I want to go back in this time. Not like you saying, you know what, I'm tired of, you know, Say if things were, were normal, and you're like, you know, I'm tired of essentially being retired. I'm tired. I'm bored. I want to pick up some hours, pick up some shifts. That's fine. But you want to come back into a storm? It seems insane. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, I, I guess I mean the the vaccine mandate apparently is the story uh, all over New York City because uh, Kyrie, the world is flat, Irving. <laughs> uh, let a march on the Barclays. They they tried to they, tried, they tried to storm the Barclays. Uh, was he there? He wasn't of, there though, was he? I, no, I, I think they, no. They were ch- chanting his crazy ass name. They, that's what they did for 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 Trump. They was chanting his crazy ass name. And the next thing you know, they, they all up in there going berserk. <laughs> and that's not that's not an exaggeration Kyrie because is the anti-vaxxers Trump. That's what he is now. Because we had we had video of it today, and, and guys uh, pushing you know pushing the uh, the barriers in and, and knocking over and, and pushing through some of the uh, the workers, and it's like mm-hmm. that's how it starts. Are you kidding me? I mean, what what are we talking? Every time I say what are we talking about, I think I think we're talking about practice. I'm like, what are we talking about here? When I see these guys <laughs> doing this, it's like it's never going to work out. Well, I guess it did work out for some people, but. What are you doing beating up employee X or trying to get through in place? And if you got in the bar case, what what's your goal? What's the plan? I, I, right. Yeah, what's the, what's there the you plan? Go. What's the plan? What's, so fine, we, we bust in, we got into the bar case. Now I got a bullet in my ass. What do I do? 
Maybe yeah, maybe, I, they, I, maybe they was looking for Kyrie's uniform. Maybe they feel they can dribble and shoot <laughs> like him and, and play to play last night. You know, but when I saw it, you know, because I, I heard the story, they wanted to support Kyrie, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. fine, you protest, but you go back to January six. The mm-hmm. insurrection, it has made it acceptable now with folks feel we're going to storm. You know, if we ain't happy with what's going on, let's storm a building. But it's the Barclays. You got, you know, you know, college kids maybe working work study, you know, seniors looking to pick up a couple of dollars to help out with their Social Security check. And the next thing you know, they got these fools with these banners talk about let us in. We down with Kyrie. Nah, you got to get a ticket money. Come on. You can't do that. It was crazy let when me, I saw it on the news. Let me just say this for any of those fools who plan on storming the Barclays or or MSG. Uh, this is not the Capitol Police who nope. err on the side of caution. No. Nope. This is New York Ooh. with the NYPD where these guys fire warning shots, then yell freeze, but the warning Damn. shots are directly at you. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't think you want to mess with these these New York's <laughs> finest. I don't think you want to try to bum rush New York's finest, you know, with these guys, as Keith said, where the morale is already low and they already got head triggers. I don't think you want to do that because they ain't going to be no, you know, high five in the cops. They ain't going to be playing with you. They're going to be out there going going for theirs. So, oh, so yeah. you're going to get some smoke. You can bum rush them if you want to. You, I guarantee you, after you try that, you'll be happy to get your shot. Because the shot they're going to offer is going to be way worse than the shot you would take. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's crazy. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, the the idea of these mandates are setting people off. People, you know, as as you guys alluded to, you know, the the fire department and all all city agencies, fire department, police department, uh, transit, um, you know, their teachers who are protesting uh, the vaccine man, yeah, nurses, doctors. nurses, protest. Doc- yeah, everybody. You know, a lot of people are protesting the va- vaccine. You know, it, I'm not sure if there's a lot of people, but there's a number that that should is higher than we would expect. Let me put it that way, uh, higher than we would expect because I think you know they 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 make a lot of noise and so they get a lot of attention. So it seems like there's an overwhelming number. It's actually a small minority, but they're making a lot of noise about these vaccine mandates. And I know you two guys, uh, Keith and Mark, y'all seem to have uh, some, some y'all simpatico with these people uh, out here messing up the city. They're not messing up the city. That's, uh, man, disaster messed up the city. You know, you hire for a job. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. You're, you're, you're a teacher. All of a sudden, um, Anthony, they asked you, uh, well, Mr. Powell, you have to take a shot for X, Y, and Z. If uh-huh. not, if not, you're gonna lose your job. What? Yes, and and and, and that's what they are doing to people. They uh, allow, me, allow me to retort. Yes, sir. When I was teaching special ed, uh, they came in and said, "Listen, we think you guys should take this tet, uh, the uh, the hepatitis shot, because some of these kids will bite and spit on you." That, and that I do understand. So, in order to protect yourself, because it's a lot harder to get rid of hepatitis than it is to take this shot, but it's up to you. Right. You know what I did? You took the shot. I rolled my sleeves up right away. I was like, yeah, just go ahead on, because I'm not trying to be <laughs> on no on no liver transplant list. I'm sorry. And just like that, I'm not trying to be on no ventilator hoping I pull through. It's silly. But, but I do understand that. 
But you still have to give that person that right to say yes or no, because that's their life. You know, I, I took the shot. I, I got COVID, but I, I didn't get sick. Right. My wife didn't have the shot, got COVID, and she didn't get sick. So y'all are lucky. Yeah, that's what this is yeah. what I'm trying to say. It's a catch twenty two. It's either damn you do, damn you don't. Some people don't make it. And I think a lot of people, just my opinion, who actually die, they die from being um, having uh, being incubated. Because once you're incubated, it's mm. a very slim chance that people do come back from that. But, but you know, those people who are, who are intubated, those people, they are already in the the, the yeah, final throes of this disease. I'll say this. Um, but that's what uh, I mean. You, there there you, was a guy; he was in the hospital three three months. He wasn't. He was never incubated, but they thought he was on his left um end. But his family told him do not incubate him. And this cat okay. came back, and and my friend's sister, same thing. She was in the hospital when it first started for uh, two months. They never incubate her, and she came back. But here's the th- here's the thing. Okay. okay, let me just say this, Mark. Here's, here's the thing. Your wife, God bless, uh, you know, survived this situation. She got this disease, and and it did not cause her an adverse uh, reaction. And I, you know, I happen to know that she does have, you know, pre-existing conditions which could make that situation very very dangerous for her. Think about you. You told us last week that you were feeling some kind of way, that this COVID was no joke. You kind of felt it. Think about the fact that you were vaccinated. If you were not vaccinated, you might have been a candidate for that downhill last ride. Last train to Clarksville is where you would have been. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm saying this, you know, uh, real talk, and I love you. I'm saying it because the fact is that you definitely felt the symptoms. You definitely felt ill. Um, it did, you know, for a day or so put you down but i'm saying that vaccine may have saved you if you didn't have that vaccine who knows what would have happened to you you know as as you said your wife would have been fine you may not have survived so have you have you a big bro oh i'm sorry let me just jump in before you hold that thought mark because you 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 took me somewhere anthony uh did you talk to a big bro (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's out here now it's it's out here did you talk (laughs) And no. did you put on the T-shirt I told you to put on? <laughs> no, I did not, Derek. Hey, please explain I, the T-shirt you asked him to put on. A wife beater. When you go back to the <laughs> 70s oh ex- exploitation movies, when you go back to the 70s and that guy is sitting, a wife beater, it's like a, a, a white tank top with the ribs and it's outside of his, 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 his boxers and he tell you what to do. You need to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. We all know we know what happened when you didn't do it. <laughs> so we mm. when you when I you have that conversation. Stepping away from this conversation. Referring to Connie Corleone when uh <laughs> when Carlo asked her to make that deal. Make that deal. All it is, so. y'all y'all know how it is. Well, I mean, some of us do. You sitting at your kitchen table, they come in. You get that shot I talked to you about, and they start hemming and harm, and you got that beetle on, it's going down. Make sure she gets that shot. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Oh but you know, I mean, why why does my big brother have to be at risk because he doesn't want to have a conversation? Uh, I, I just can't understand it. I can't understand it. Good question. You're the leader. You're the leader of the group. 
You're the you're the oldest cousin. When, when this happened, we we all we made a decision. We, Her choice, the way friends. she wants, if she wants to get a shot, that's good and well. If not, that's fine. But he we each own a made a decision. He has a crew neck. He has a crew neck for the lube. He has a crew neck for the lube in his closet. <laughs> but that's the decision we made. It was each other's choice. We didn't. I didn't push my what what I felt that she should take it, and she didn't push the way she felt. And, no, always, and, I, and, always, and always tell her it's your choice. You know, you do what you feel is right for yourself. And the same thing with the mandate: let people choose what's right for themselves. Either way, that in your insurance. Don't, but don't we have don't don't we have a a an obligation to each other? Don't we have a public health obligation to protect each other from this yes. pandemic? Because I I'm sorry, I you know. This is 2021. This is the fall of 2021. But it, it was not that long ago, back in October of 2020, when there was no shot available, where we were still locked down, still not sure what was coming down the pike. Um, they were talking about there may be a vaccine. There may be a thing. Um, after a summer, after a year of being in the house, after sanitizing, sanitizing, and uh all the nonsense we had to deal with, not show, not knowing what what was coming down, you know, coming our way, um, you know, I didn't want to go back there. I still don't want to go. I, I was hopeful that once they announced that there was going to be a vaccine, and once I found out in the beginning of this year, twenty twenty, that I would be able to get a shot at some point, um, I was excited because I figured, okay, I'll get my shot. Everybody else has good sense; they'll get their shots, and hopefully by this June, this July, the world will be better. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, when you said uh, when they when you were teaching, they did they ask you or did they tell you had to the shot? I can't remember. No, no this this was not this was not this was not a mandate. Okay, this was a suggestion. A high, a high suggestion. On, yeah, I, I strongly recommend it. Okay, but it's again, it's up to you. Well, you know what? I, I, as I said, I didn't want to be you know putting my name on a liver transplant no. list. No, I understand. I mean. Like I said, I've wanted everybody to get the shot. And I thought, like you thought, when uh, last year, when they were, what, uh, March, you know, June, July, when we were in the depth of all this, and they were hoping and thinking maybe we'll get this, you know, vaccine sometime next summer. And then lo and behold, we had it at the end of 2020. I was thinking, oh, man, we're ahead of schedule. We're going to be okay. I'm going to have a quote unquote normal summer. And I thought, as good citizens that we were supposed to be to each other, based on how we kind of performed in most states, I know some crazy states, but in most states, we kind of performed, we were courteous to each other. We did give each other their six feet and we masked when we were in places and, you know, the courtesies of trying to stay away from one another. For most part, most people held up. I know there's variants, but most most part, people held up with that. So I thought, okay, this summer would be a normal summer. And I did all those things. I stayed away. I didn't go out and, you know, I went and bought my food at a restaurant and took it home. I ate it in the car. I didn't, you know, crowd up stores and I didn't visit, you know, say, well, I'm not going to see my mom and dad. Well, no, I didn't. I saw them outside. I saw them, you know, we saw them in the garage, but I didn't go in the house. And all the things to protect one another. I just have, and I was hoping that when the vaccine came out that we would do as a society, everybody would get on board with this so we can get the quote unquote herd immunity. I just have a weirdness about saying you have to do this as much as I think everybody should. And I wish everybody would have, because if, if, if we would have got 
a good 70 to 75 percent of people taking that shot, then the Delta would have never taken off. But we didn't because of uh, legitimate and illegitimate reasons. Yeah, yeah. Both reasons. You have some people who truly, you know, don't get any shots. You had the politics of it and all that stuff. So we didn't do it. I just have a kind of weird feeling saying you have to do this in order to be employed, especially, especially for the people who got the job or had a job prior to this. Anybody coming in afterwards, like say, you, you know, you hired to be a teacher this year. Well, then, okay, fine. I can force you to do that because that's a precondition for you getting an appointment. But people who had, who didn't have it before, it just seems a little weird for me to, to go with that. Yeah, I, I hear that. You know, you, you make really, really, both of you guys make great points. I, I'm just saying that in private business, you know, I have, a, I have a, if I own a, a, a bakery or a shoeshine parlor, and you know all of y'all work work for me, and I'm saying you know what uh, I need y'all to be vaccinated to come in my shoe shine parlor, and you go well, I don't I don't think I'm getting vaccinated. I'm like well you can't come in my shoe shine parlor. You can't you just can't be here. And you that go that wouldn't bother me. I mean because I think my company is going to do something similar. I think the bigger problem I have is if the government kind of if if private company X says listen yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm Anthony Shoe Parlor. And all my employees have to be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you can't work here because I'm private company X and nobody can come to my shop who's not vaccinated. Well, as a private company, you could do that and you, you run the risk of getting the rewards of people showing up at your shop or not showing up at your shop. That's your thing. Right. But if if Anthony's shoe shine polish was funded by the government of shoe shine, then it'd be a little bit different because now not everybody who wants to go to your shop is paying for your shop. I mean, there'll be people who may want to go to Keith's shoe shine parlor, but he's got paid for your shop too. So his money is being used for something he doesn't agree with. That's the one I think is kind of it's just it's just it's hard for me crazy. to it's completely crazy. swallow. Because there was I, a uh incident with a construction uh <clears throat> company and I guess with the um med disaster mandate, I guess it's a construction company, most of the individuals have to be uh vaccinated. So uh, what the guy did, which is crazy, he fired all those who were vaccinated and kept all those who were not vaccinated working. Hmm. See, that's and that's see that in that case, that's that 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 goes outside of logic within a year with disaster. Yeah, that goes so, that goes strictly to politics because right, and, that, I and that's a, what has happened. Everything yeah, turned to politics. There, I just I just I mean, I want I wanted everybody to do you know, do the right thing. I want everybody to care for one another and to get vaccinated and, and to and to protect one another as a, as a country. It would have been real easy to protect one another as a country and then say, okay, fine. If you come to, if you come to visit us, um, Kenya, Italy, whatever, you can't come in unless you got these papers. We're not letting anybody in. We are shutting the border down. I have no problem if we'd have done that, but we didn't do that because we didn't take care of, we didn't take care of each other as a country, and it just it just feels queasy about saying you have to do it, even though well, two, if I was some things. of these people, I would have got the shot because I would need my I need my check. Well, two things. Um, if you know, we talk about government workers, uh, there are a lot of things that government agencies mandate that you do. You can't join the military. If you join the military, you got to get every shot they give you. 
uh, because you travel all over the world. And so all those guys, uh, you know, that that's the old, old any any old comedy that showed the military, you know, these guys going through basic, they they showed them getting injections and getting shots because, you know, all these Jerry Lewis movies and, and, and you know, Abbott and Costello movies, they had to get shots. You have to get shots to be part of the military. That's just a, a fact. And there's other government agencies that, that say you have to get shots in order to do this job. And so I, I hear you in terms of, yeah, the idea of, of, of the government saying you must do X, it is kind of heavy. But this is a once in a century situation, a once in a century situation. There was a situation, I believe it happened in the, the, the 50s, smallpox. A guy got off a bus in New York City. Uh, and he was ill, and he had smallpox, and he caused a small outbreak. I, I guess you guys can Google it—a small outbreak of small or smallpox in the city. And the city mobilized and got everybody in town within seven days vaccinated against smallpox. So I'm just saying that yes, you know, I, I think the the two problems with COVID, uh, and Keith kind of highlighted them. Um, you can have it. And be okay and be fine, or you could have it and die. And because it's so random, like like with smallpox, there's no there's no middle ground. No with Ebola, yeah. there's no middle ground. Those types of things. And so, if, if there's an Ebola outbreak, um, I think we would all be like, okay, I gotta give me the shot. Um, but with with COVID, you know, some people are like are willing to are more willing to roll the dice. And I think that that's that's part that's of the issue. Point. You know, I also think, Anthony, if you take the politics out of it, right, people will be more acceptable to it. Right. But because the politics are so heavily involved in it and people, you know, they're not trusting men and they're not trusting the scientists and all that stuff. And back then, like you said, in the 50s with the smallpox, they didn't have the Internet. They didn't have social media. They right. had, What they had was trust. We need to get this shot to get this under control before it gets out of control. Here, you got so much uh, different, diverse things being thrown at these folks, and they don't know, should they go left or right? And most of them just stay in the middle and say, well, I'm just not going to do anything. Right. There's an information vacuum. By the way, uh, my shoeshine parlor is not only a shoeshine parlor, it's uh, Anthony Powell's Shoeshine and Barbecue Emporium. (laughs) (laughs) Come get your ribs and your shoeshine at the same time. Uh, before we go, there's a couple of things I just want to touch on be, before we cut out of here. This Alec Baldwin thing um, was Crazy. kind of a stunner. You know, I mean, the last time I heard about this, because Mark was talking about, uh, you guys talking about uh, Bruce, uh, the Greenhearted and Cato, oh, and yeah. it got me thinking Brandon about Lee. Bruce Lee and yeah. Brandon Lee. Right. That was right. the last time this happened. He was filming uh, uh, something Crow, on, on Crow, the set of the Crow. Crow, Crow 2, right. He had already done the Crow, and, and he was on his way to really being a the next huge martial arts superstar. He was gonna he was gonna be huge. Uh, you know, good looking guy, you know, American, you know, uh, American, and he and he had the 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 his daddy was Bruce Lee. I mean, come on, man. That's just just baked in the cake that he was gonna be a superstar. The movie was success uh the crow was successful. Yeah, like and that. then somebody, some prop master made a mistake with the prop gun. And uh, he ended up dying on the set. I forget. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk out of turn. But I, essentially, he died on the set from from uh, somebody violating safety protocols. And it's happened 
uh, in the past where people uh, die on the set uh, due to, to safety protocols or accidents. The Twilight Zone movie was, is, is another famous case. Oh, yeah. um, there was a, a the John Wayne and a bunch of other actors who were starring in some Western that was filmed out in the New Mexico desert where they were doing all this nuclear testing in the 50s, all developed cancers as a function of them being out there. So these things happen. But this particular one, is really disturbing because what happened on the set of this film was that they were having union problems. Now we're all union men, so we can certainly appreciate, you know, union uh, uh, supporting unions. Um, the 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 prop union was uh, walking off the set, and a whole bunch of people were walking off the set because they were complaining about the conditions. Uh, uh, the hotel was way too far from the actual location that they were shooting. They were shooting on the on, you know out there in, in New Mexico somewhere. So the Hotel was located a long ways away, and 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 just the conditions were not right, and so they were using scab prop masters, mm. and so somehow or another, a a live a lot. Think about what I'm saying. A live round got placed in a prop gun, so when he fires the gun, bang, bullet goes. You know, through the yeah. uh, director of photography, and and and. And the director, and it was it's 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 tragic, and you know Alec Baldwin of all people has to you know bear the brunt of of, of that circumstance, and it's just insane. Yeah, I just the question I haven't heard answered yet, which I don't understand. Is the same question we all have: is why is it ever a live round and right. a? I understand the gun being real because you want the the authentic yeah. Your authentic look and you want the way to gun all those things that's what they go through those gun trains and you see those john wicks and all those gun train all those things oh here we go we're gonna come to get you <laughs> i don't, I don't know what you know I, I want our audience to know that I, I do not live show. in the hood i live in a really really nice, nice section area. of new york city <laughs> but i'll be damned if there's not an ambulance or a fire truck <laughs> running by every, every single show. time we record it's just insane well we know why i don't understand and I'm, I'm sorry, as a black man living in America, anytime I hear a siren, I get stressed. I do. I don't care. I get stressed. Yeah, I just they may be coming for me. I don't know. How How is it ever a live round? Because when you see like those those movies, we all know this. When you see the guy, like, they spray a scene or whatever, and you see all the you know, little bullet holes allegedly you know pop off off the walls. Right. Those are props. Those are explosives. Explosives. Squibs, yeah, they call them so, squibs. Yeah, so why in the world? I don't understand how a live round is even... Anywhere near the gun, let alone the set. How does it? I don't understand the point. Of that. How did that ever get there? That's now, what I can't figure out. Yeah, that's the same thing I was saying, Mark. Because when you handle a firearm, you make sure it's clear. Yeah. You make there's nothing in the chamber. You know, you you, you make sure it's clear. And when you hand it to the person, you, you hand it to them. The gun is empty. But here. It's like they the person went to the car, got the gun, and came back, and and, and, and it's, it's a lot riding the gun. That's the gun. It, what it sounds right. Like they didn't yeah. even check. Yeah. It. That's not that's not a strange take at all. Yeah. No, but I, what, I what, do they want the live bullets for a a, a better reaction in the in the no. scene? No. And issue in blank gives you the re- it's the sound. You never see it. It's, it's the sound. You never and, look, the, okay. and the sound. Believe it or not, the sound is not even what they're looking for because they they do the sound in post production. So the, the the those gunshots you hear in any movie, you know, if you listen to them live, it like pop pop, it sound like a cap gun. Uh, okay. You wouldn't hear anything. The, all of that sound, you know, the 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 overly dramatic sound you hear from a gunshot um, in in a movie 
is done in post production. Even even the sometimes the flame that comes out of the end of the gun is 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 you know, especially when they do the slow mo close up shot, it's yeah, it post production. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 yeah, this was just you know this was somebody either with a grudge or somebody doing something something criminal, and, and we're gonna find that out. Yeah. Uh, as like I said, I want to want to keep this moving. Um, last week the the NBA. 75th anniversary team was released and um I had some issues with it but I said let me let me ask the guys what what their issues are with it so uh, I sent you all a list so just talk to me For who me, should be on uh, who should be off um uh, right, right out the gate um and I know I mean some of the youngsters may not be rem- uh, remember but I know you guys know from the 80s Alex English um yep. I, I don't know how he didn't make the team, and another guy—I hate to admit it—but he had some great years prior to him slowing down. Recently, is the White Howard. When you look at the White right. Howard's numbers and you compare his numbers against AD, the guy he was going to kick his ass the other night uh, <laughs> doing a game, um, Dwight should be on it. And of course, I got to go Brooklyn Bernard King, man. I, I, I just so don't see how these—I don't see how these guys. guys who you snatching off then? So if, if if I have to snatch off, I would definitely take off uh, Ray Allen. I would take off AD, and I would take off James Harden. Wow, you take mm. James Harden? Off? Wow, that's what he won. He won something, and I don't know about it. No, I mean, but there's well, other guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, who haven't won either, and they haven't won. You know, you know, guys. I always thought when they did this list, they did it of the 75 greatest ball players. Not including the guys who are still playing now because they still have ways to go. They're still young in the game. Right. And what I looked at is 75 best of the guys that played before this particular time. And you look at the names that were left off, like Dirk was saying, Bernard King, Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, Matumbo, mm-hmm. you know, um, Dwight Howard's still playing. So, But his, his they have a thing that's called the Russell scale, which they compare the sentence to. And out of them, he was ahead of uh, a whole bunch of dudes, but he still mm-hmm. didn't get a pick. Exactly. Um, you have Vince Carter that's retired. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Bob, Le- Bob Lanier still hasn't made it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, well, it's 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 a crazy way they do it, and how they do it, I don't know. I guess the sports riders voted them in. Yeah, but right. I, for way I see, it, it should be the seventy-five players who have played and who have made a name for themselves. Not not guys still playing now because they still playing now, right? You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This guys that 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 I I mean for me, um, you know, it's personal for me. Uh, Connie Hawkins is not on the list anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, you know, Connie Hawkins was. He was in, on the first you know, list. No, he, he was. He was on the fifty. No, because yeah. they, they no, because they said everybody who was on the fifty made the seventy five. They just added twenty five more guys. They didn't take anybody off the fifty. So the original fifty. Um, he wasn't on there because they said nobody was taking off the fifty. They just added twenty five more. So he wasn't a part of the original fifty. Connie Hawkins, I thought no. Same thing with Dominique Wilkins. He wasn't on part of the first. Wilkins wasn't original. Yeah, right. He He wasn't wasn't part of the original fifty. No, which was another another criminal oversight. I mean, listen. Um, you know, you look at the list, and 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 I would say there's a lot of guys that could probably play in any era. And that's always to me like the 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 real measure. Obviously the game has changed from the fifties and the forties and the fifties and the sixties uh and the seventies. Um but but there's still some guys who 
played in 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 an earlier era who could play now and 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 I believe Elgin Baylor would still be effective today Connie Hawkins if he were on list would still be effective today Tiny Archibald would still be effective today but I'm looking at Bob Cousy and I'm saying to myself no nah. I, no no he's no I'm no, looking I, at I Dolph Shays, on the list. and I'm saying no nah, Dolph Shays probably would not be able to, to to rock today and same thing with Bill Sharman and a couple of these other guys now I did not watch them play uh, I certainly didn't watch them play but those guys I kind of feel like come on man it, it, you know to leave other guys off and and, and as, as you said Dwight Howard is definitely a snub when you put his numbers up his next numbers. to Dennis Rodman's mm-hmm then Dwight Howard is, has had a much more effective career than Dennis mm-hmm. Robin. I'm sorry. Uh, just enough, I mean, Dennis Robin was a great rebounder and a great defender, but Dwight Howard is, like, I don't know how many all-defensive teams. He was like three-time defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. How does that guy not make it on the list? And he gave you more offense than Dennis Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Robin is... <sighs> Howard, because uh, I, I I put a list out there of, of ten guys. I mean, like Draymond. I no no way Draymond should be on this list. Um, even Clay, as much as I like Clay and Chris Bosh, was on this on the snub list. Vince Carter, I thought should have probably made the list. I don't think um, Howard should have been off the list. I think Tracy McGrady should have been on the list. Trace T. Max should have definitely yeah. been on this um, list. And Paul Georgia has a snub. Another guy I keep forgetting about Ginobili. Should have been on that list. Yeah, man. No, I thought about yeah. Manu Ginobili, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, I mean, Rodman, I could definitely pull off. Kuzi, I never thought she made the first 50, let alone the 75, but you know. I think, well, at, at, at the 50 mark when they put him on, um, certainly, yeah, he should have made it the first 50. But I mean, you know, 10 years later, they should have taken yeah, him off of there. And if James Worthy made it, and, and to all of our points, and, and Bernard King did not make it, and they have the same numbers. You know, yeah, yeah but uh, James Worthy has the rings, but really Magic got them damn rings. Um, Magic <laughs> and Kareem. Um, and, and Bernard, Bernard King, King put in work in every night. He put he work put the in. same number. Yeah, he put. I yeah. mean, if you look at their career numbers, they're exactly the same. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm a little bit uh, annoyed by that. Um, you know, I just think that yeah, we, we can we can have an argument about who but should Kawhi's be on this list. I don't think Kawhi should be on this list. And I think Kawhi is a great player, but I don't think he should be in the list over, like we said, Bernard. Or definitely over mm-hmm. Dwight Howard. I just don't think he's that – his over run Alex is English. too – well, that too. But Alex I think Kawhi's English, yeah. run Adrian is Adrian not on the list. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not, not on the right. list. Exactly. Like, yeah, he should. Yeah, Kawhi's he should. run is is maybe a – if you really look at a five-year span of him just being – that Down, guy, or being really good, yeah. had a, at least a good decade. I mean, he should have. As much as a pain in the butt he's become as of late, he should have been on this list. I think that's. Uh, I think that's. Uh, I think. I think if this list was made, no, I can't say five years ago. Five years ago, Dwight was really in, in the doldrums, but I think he's getting caught up in his recent press. But they forgot about his early Miami career. Not Miami. Uh, Orlando. 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 Yeah. When he was the best big man in the world, not in the league, in the world. Yes, yes, yes. He was tough. That's why I picked him. I was like, wait a minute. You know, I know he's got the crazy hairdo and all the kids now, but when he was a young boy in Orlando, <laughs> he was a beast, man. He wasn't Sean Kemp on the kid-wise? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He oh yeah, he got, he got, he got, yeah, he got, yeah, he got, he got. Oh, I know that. <laughs> Put them numbers. He liked on. the girls, yeah. and the girls like him. <laughs> <laughs> what he don't like is wearing a condom. Nah, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah. He, he's, 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 he's like that. All right. So, uh, last thought. Um, my guy Pat Mahomes, who I, I, I'm sure is going to be a Hall of Famer in the the NFL switching leagues. Uh, has has been struggling late, and um, I know Mark wants to hate on him, but would certainly no, no, take no, him if he no, was playing no, with Pittsburgh. Don't even twist my damn words. What I said was, you said off here. You said in a previous podcast last year mm-hmm. that because that's well, I think that was were we in the midst, or maybe Super last Bowl. year. That's doing well Super before Bowl. the Super Bowl. You, that he was already a Hall of Famer. He at that point he had been in the league. This is his fifth year. or Was his fourth year as far no, as playing. This wait, uh, first year Third they year lost the AFC Championship. So this is his fourth year playing, fifth year in the league. And you were saying, okay, no, yeah. So you were saying he's not Gil Sears. So you were saying, oh, he's already a Hall of Fame. And I said, no, no, wait. I said I think he's trending that way. He's absolutely looking that way, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet. And lo and behold, it took all of one year for not him to come down to earth because football is the ultimate, you know, team game. I mean, there's no way in the world it's unlike basketball where one guy can carry it. And we saw that in the Super Bowl. I mean, he had no line. I mean, he had, I mean, guys damn near off the street trying to block all those studs, and they couldn't do it. And this year, I think he's the, the function of complacency and people catching up. He's falling down to earth a little bit. Is he still a top five to ten? We definitely top ten quarterback, top ten player, top five quarterback. Yeah, I believe he is, but he's definitely taking a hit this year. And his problem he's run into, I think is because they are struggling, he's trying to do too much, and he's making decisions that he wouldn't normally make under normal circumstances, but he's forcing things and taking stupid risks. Yeah, hate I, is I going to hate. No, no, no. I, I agree with Mark. You know, <laughs> Thank he's, you. Thank he's, you. he's trying to throw passes that basically he shouldn't do. Um, he's trying – he's pressing too hard. And yep. what teams have figured out, we stay stacked, we send four in, and, and, and let him throw the ball. If the pressure gets to him, he going to throw it to one of us because you got to remember in his first couple of years, he was throwing passes that guys were catching and they like, oh, my God. But now guys are just settling and, and waiting on him. And then what else well, happened to not Kansas that good. City? No, nah, he's he's good. No, so you're he's, he's good. <laughs> I'm, else I'm else just saying, you know, you're talking about you, him, you, you don't know. watch. How would you know? All I'm saying, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You yeah, never man. hear nobody say Jordan didn't do A, B, C, D, or E after oh, championship you, you season. You can't compare football to basketball. You know that. But then again, Yo, you don't watch he football. You got to do so his thing. You know? Step your game up, yeah. Pat. You know, well, y'all, y'all gave him too well, much teams props. are now just settling. And then Kansas City, they just throwing the ball because they have no secondary. So the, well, yesterday, I, mean, I watched Tennessee go to work. Tennessee Titans. I mean, shut them down. Shut their whole offense down, basically. And yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, uh, wrapping this up, I think that the, the book is out on him, as you said, Keith. You know, now the guys realize, you know what, if we rush four and drop guys in the coverage and make him read the defense, 
he struggles to read before he was getting, I think, and I'm not saying he, he can't read a defense or he doesn't, you know, he can't see some, some simple things, but they've, they've figured out a way to kind of, you know, get him off his game and confuse him or give him looks that he's, you know, he's not comfortable with. And because he's not able to get outside the pocket, cause they're not, you know, coming hard at him anymore. They just say, not, you know, four guys um, and, you know, make him find, find the open man. Um, he's starting to struggle a little bit and he, he, right. He's doing too much, but he's still, a Hall of Famer. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Okay. Um, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, uh, you would not know that uh, we already predicted that Pat Mahomes is gonna be a Hall of Famer. Uh, we already <laughs> established that uh, weeks ago, months ago, years ago, and you should have known. I knew that damn episode listening. when you were spitting that crap. I no, I'm just saying. I, I mean, yeah, you can go find. You can go. In fact, I advise all y'all to go try to find me saying something like that. I doubt you'll find yeah, it. But you never go ahead on and see if you can find it. Double go talk. Ahead, no, no. If you can find it, go ahead. Please, please, by all means, Mr. go ahead on and find Mr. it. If you Double find talk, the episode. Man. Put it down on our social media. You can find us on Facebook at Power to the People. You can find us on Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram, and you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast, anywhere you choose to listen, you can find us. You can even ask Alexa to play Power to the People. We will see you all next week when Pat Mahomes is back on his groove. Peace.